the reason that the big markets have more predictive closing lines is because of all the money and all the bets that are flowing into the book over the course of the week. You know, there by the time that the event kicks off. Hey, what's up? Golden Pants 13 here. Today I want to talk about big markets. And it's a great day to talk about it because NFL season kicks off today. And that is the biggest market of big markets. The NFL kind of sits above everything else in terms of betting in the United States. And I know a lot of people are interested in the NFL or interested in betting on the NFL this season. So I want to give you an overview of, of big markets, where they're kind of where you need to watch out, where there might be opportunity, and just how to bet on them, how to think about them. So the first thing that big markets uh, have that's very different from a smaller market like golf, for, for example, is they have a lot of derivatives. So if you go over to the, the game, the NFL game that's tonight, you, you'll see on FanDuel that there's 19 different tabs that contain, you know, could contain like 100 bets a tab. You, you won't see that in golf. Golf, you'll see maybe, you know, the outrights, some matchups, and now they're doing some round scores, but it, it's a multitude. It's a, it's a multiple of like a hundred X, how many different bets you can bet on the NFL than on golf. So, you know, that could be, an, there, there's opportunities in there. If you can really focus in on some kind of odd derivative where, they might be mispricing it, you know, it might not be the money line of the game and it might not be, you know, maybe the passing yards of a quarterback, but it could be like a second half passing yards. It could be a, th a fourth quarter score. You know, th there's opportunities in the minutia in big markets where you can gain an edge because the books offer them and might not actually be focusing on them. So, in, in that sense, you're kind of finding the small market in the big market. Because I, I do recommend that you want to find kind of the smaller markets where you can, because the books don't really focus on them. And there's a, there's a higher chance of making money. So within the big market of NFL, it's, there's opportunities to find these smaller niche markets where you can, you can pounce. The bigger the market, the higher the betting limit, usually. So I just did a quick click through FanDuel to, to show you, to just illustrate the difference between NFL and some of the other markets that we've been betting on in, in the meantime. So right now you can, this is it, this. So just to note, this is without me signing into FanDuel. I'm limited on FanDuel. So the numbers wouldn't look correct. So this is if you just go to FanDuel with no account history. And the numbers that you'd be able to bet on various sports. On the football game tonight, you can bet 10K on the spread. If you go to baseball, you can bet 6K on that was on the money line. If you go to WNBA, you can bet 3K on the spread. And if you do a 72 hole golf matchup, you can bet 3K. Sad for me. But this and, and honestly, I was shocked by how small the difference is because 
this I this will change. I actually bet if you were to go to DraftKings or if you were to go to some of the offshore books, you could get like a hundred grand on on the spread in this NFL game pretty easily. So these these big markets they take massive, massive action. And why is that important? Well, for one, it's important if you're like a really, really good better, have a massive bankroll. These are worth your time to figure out because you could, even if you get an ROI of like 2%, if you're, if you're able to get down 100K, 200K, you know, all of a sudden you're making a, a fuckload of money, right? But that's abnormal. Why, why I say this is it's, it's interesting to note. It's important to note that there's more money coming into these because the money will affect a lot of the other uh, attributes of the big market that I'll list after this, but it essentially makes the market a little bit sharper, makes the books focus on them a little bit more. So it's important to note up front why these big markets act the way they do. And it is because of just the amount of focus and money that pours into them. And on that note of the big money, another attribute is more efficient closing lines. So last episode, I talked about closing line value. Definitely go back and listen to that if you don't understand what we call CLV, closing line value, or the concept of the closing line. But the reason that big markets have more efficient closing lines and more efficient means the closing line is more predictive of the outcome of the sporting event than in a market like golf for example the reason that the big markets have more predictive closing lines is because of all the money and all the bets that are flowing into the book over the course of the week you know there by the time that the event kicks off they'll have taken you know in, in aggregate, the sports books will have taken hundreds of millions of dollars in action on these NFL games. And within that hundreds of millions of dollars, there's a ton of information from the sharpest bettors that's being given to the books. So by the time that everybody's made their bets, you can, you can bet that there are, the, the books are fairly confident with that final price. And if that final price isn't moving, then you can be sure that at that point the books have a, a number that they have a lot of faith in, and that number is not, you know, homemade by them. It's given to them by the market and by the uh, excessive amount of money that's flowing in. Okay, the fourth the fourth attribute is there's less scrutiny from books and more scrutiny from books. It's it's interesting. So there's more scrut- scrutiny on getting the number right in the market. There's less scrutiny on you as a better if you're betting it. So it goes like this. In let's say you're betting golf, right? The books are very nervous about their ability to predict golf. So when they see somebody who's betting a lot of money in golf, and I can speak from personal experience, you get a lot of scrutiny. And you could get limited very quickly because they might actually limit you before they even deem you to be a threat or not because they don't want to put up with just the they don't want to put up with the it's not worth it for them to take the risk that you are a good golf better because they don't know really how to model it anyway 
and they don't have enough sharp information to feel confident in their lines. So if you seem solid, if you're getting a little CLV and you're betting a lot of money, they'll just limit you in golf. That's not true for NFL. In the NFL, it's very hard to get limited just betting NFL. I would guess it's next to impossible, even if you do get solid CLV, right? And that's because the books are very, very, very confident in their NFL process and just the NFL ecosystem that they've built into the books. So they know their closing lines are going to be rock solid. They know that they're going to get a lot of information from sharp bettors. So if you're betting NFL and you're betting big money, the books really won't blink at that. That To them, that's like betting like $100 a bet in golf. If you're betting like 10K a bet in the NFL. So that would be great news if it wasn't for the fact that the NFL and other big markets are much harder to beat. Because if they were as easy to beat as a sport like golf, esports, or, or whatever, then that would be a dream. You'd be able to bet big amounts. The books wouldn't limit you. They wouldn't give you any scrutiny. The reason that they don't give you much scrutiny as a better when you're betting these big markets is because it's so few bettors beat the market. And yet they have a ton of volume, right? So before you see this as such a, a great opportunity to make a lot of money, just remember that of any line the sportsbook offers, the lines on NFL and NBA are going to be the most accurate, aka the hardest for you to beat as a better. So you have to be very careful and question if you really do think you have an edge in these sports because the amount of money that's coming in from people who have in, like incredibly well thought out models, uh, decades of betting experience, reading the markets, inside information, all of this is pouring into the NFL and it's not really coming in to other sports. And when these bettors bet the NFL, the books get their information. So just remember the books have a lot of good information on the NFL and be careful uh, overestimating your edge when you're playing these big markets. A good thing though, is there are more promos. So we've even seen this as the NFL season kicks off in the DFS space. We have the uh, sleeper McCaffrey free square. We have multiple Mahomes passing free squares. Uh, I think every, basically every DFS operator is giving some type of free square. There'll be some discounted props and because the amount of money these books make in NFL is so high and the NFL better is so valuable to the books because what we talked about, it's such a hard sport to beat. So an NFL better is worth more to the, the sports books, the DFS sites, than say uh, eSports better. So they're going to try and attract the NFL betters. There's a lot of them, and they want to be seen as like the place for NFL. They want as many people betting NFL as possible. And honestly, some of the more minor sports, they probably just offer so that they have people on their platform to bet NFL, to bet NBA, whatever. I, I bet that they don't make much money off golf or the smaller sports. It's kind of like Steve Wynn did this with poker poker they would lose money on so whenever they put a poker room in a vegas casino it essentially lost money in terms of opportunity costs for the space how much it costs to operate and whatever but steve Wynn realized that he needed to have the poker rooms 
because he wanted to attract gamblers to his casino and then they would spend money elsewhere. That NFL is else the elsewhere. The NFL is like the slot machines for Vegas casinos. So you can you can bet that all of these sites are going to try and get you onto their platform to play NFL, offer NFL promos. So you know, this is a really important time to have money spread across a lot of books so you can take advantage of the what I would assume is going to be a very high frequency of promos related to other or in relation to other sports. And then to me, the most unique feature of these big markets like the NFL and like the NBA is that there is an incredible amount of news that happens around the clock that affects the lines and the spreads, the player props, everything that goes into these markets. There's there's a news cycle that's 24-7, even in the off-season. Think about how much the NFL... Uh, news media pushes narratives in the off season and, and and whatnot. So the people who I know who've been really really successful in bigger markets, at least this is this is just me. So I know there's big groups out there that that do you know modeling and whatnot. Um, but I think the people I know that just have these outsized returns in big markets are just absolute fiends for keeping up to date with the news. You know, they're on Twitter 24-7. I have, a, I have a friend right now. I literally could text him. He texts me back in 20 seconds because he is on his phone 24-7 because he's a news-based better. Is that, you know, is that the life? I don't know. He makes a ton of money. It works for him. But I just want to let you know that if you really do want to start beating these big markets, I think the best angle to take is to go with something news-based, keep yourself up to date, and might even be focusing on, you know, a couple teams or, you know, I know people in college sports, they'll focus on a conference. There's news there, but it's um, kind of behind student newspapers, local local news and, you know, bloggers and everything. So the news is more disjointed than uh, in the NFL where it's, you know, all coming through these big media conglomerates all on one site. So there's a couple of different ways to do this, but Twitter's your friend, uh, local local reporters are your friend. I would be careful, you know, if you see something that was, you know, six hours old and you think it should have an impact on the line, but the line hasn't moved, I would say that you might be wrong there. You know, remember the news, the lines are going to react to the news within minutes so anything that's stale and hasn't moved the line, I would just discount it as impactful news. But, you know, keep an eye on who's likely to play. Player props are really, really valuable. Um, or news is really, really val- valuable for betting player props, which is what a lot of us are doing. So if you want to win at NFL player props, NBA player props, you want to find somebody who's essentially going to get more minutes, more carries, more touches, Right. Because their skill is going to basically stay the same, but their opportunities could fluctuate wildly depending on who's in the lineup, you know, opposing team, you know, player that's guarding them, et cetera. So I would be, I would start to try and find a, a, a process for filtering through news. And I think that's going to be the best way to attack these big markets. So anyway, I think we're all excited for NFL to start. This is going to be fun in the Discord to just like chat, A, about our favorite teams, B, about all the bets. So hop in. We'll do some NFL streams. We'll have some NFL trash talk in there about how uh, 
how whatever our favorite team is, is getting their ass kicked by whoever else's favorite team. It's going to be a fun time. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you in the discord.